Now, Linda, it's time to take a look at the Radio Times. And uh, the Radio Times has actually, they've they've got a huge special on Ronnie Corbett this week, don't they? They've, they've really gone to town yep. on talking about Ronnie Corbett and his life. And obviously, yes. he sadly died uh, last week. He was such a legend. He really, really was a legend. A fabulous, wonderful entertainer and a lovely man. I've got to start off with two of his jokes, Jill, I must. Go for it. Right. This is one of my very favourites here. A cement mixer collided with a prison van on the Kingston bypass. Motorists are asked to be on the lookout for 16 hardened criminals. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he says here, this was what he said. This week I was asked to do a very important after dinner speech. I said, do you want me to be funny? They said, no, just be yourself. Oh, I was, mean, he's just so good. He was. Do you know what I loved about his humour? Um, the fact that it it was... He didn't have to be kind of, you know, naughty or dirty or swear. or His, his humour was really clean, family kind of entertainment that anybody could enjoy, which sometimes I think is a bit cl- more clever than, than being, you know, well, saucy or seedy or swearing well you know. that's right it's, it's real f- clever humor but you know remember when they used to dress up as women at the end of their act and do these marvelous mm. songs and pantomime type things well they had the dublong tongue and the innuendos but they were innocent they were funny and there was nothing naughty nothing bad about them but that that was that was his humor but i can't Somehow, as it says here in the Radio Times, Ronnie Corbett, Terry Wogan, Eric Morecambe and Wise, they can't go. They're part of your life. They're there forever. You just, the shock when they leave you is, no, it can't be. It's impossible. And you really feel a great sadness and a loss. It's true. I, well, we had the, you know, you and I together had the great fortune of meeting him. We did. At a do. Linda and I were at a do, oh, many years ago. It was maybe about three, four years ago. Oh, yes, at least. And so. um, we had a great time that night and we were going off to the loo. Yeah. And uh, when we were on our way, we kind of, I think he stood up just as we were passing his table. He did. And um, you introduced me to him. I I did. I I like to say that he stood up and said, Hello, Jill. Hello, (laughs) Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't seen you for ages. Must do lunch. (laughs) How's the the daily lunch going? (laughs) But it wasn't quite like that. But yes, and he was so nice, wasn't he? He was so nice. He's a gentleman. He was a gentleman. So incredibly lovely, um, and he just seemed very genuine as well. A genuine and just man and a lovely, chatty. yes, yes, and a lovely family and a, a good marriage and everything. And he married to this very tall, fabulous dancer called Anne. And it, it, he was just. Do you remember him in a sitcom called Sorry? Do you remember that? No, I oh, don't really, very, Linda. Very I, I've funny. recollection, you know, vague recollection of it, but not massively. Oh, it was terribly funny. He did this. Uh, it was a very meek librarian called Timothy Lumsden, and his his mummy <laughs> used to rule the roost. And if he said anything, anything at all, like "Oh my goodness, Daddy would appear," and it would say, "Language, Timothy, language." <laughs> and it was really, it was 
whatever he did was marvellous. Whatever he did, he was just funny on his own with Ronnie Barker. He didn't want a knighthood because he said it would be no use without Ronnie Barker. Oh, That's what he said. It's I love good. the two Ronnies. I used oh. to love the bit where he used to sit and tell his story oh, it's so uh, on clever. the big chair on his so, own. So clever. He said, he tells it here in, in the Radio Times. He says he used to do that and his, the whole point about it was he would get all muddled in the middle and then go back and then it would all work out all right. But he would say, sometimes I was muddled but that was the audience didn't realize you know he really did as he got older he got a bit muddled and the thing about and it's good night from me and it's good night from him came about because Ronnie Barker really didn't like to be himself Ronnie Corbett could be himself he could go on stage tell these jokes as himself Ronnie Barker had to be another character and so when Ronnie Corbett would say it's good night from me Barker had to say oh and it's good night from him so it wasn't himself he was and that's how it came about that's why right, I, did that. I didn't know that yep I did not know that. But it, it seems like such a long time ago now that Ronnie Barker oh, passed away as well, I doesn't it? I know. It's such, it's, and he was another giant. He's another one. They were fantastic together, never had a crossword. And and do you know that story about Ronnie Barker when he told um, Ronnie Corbett that he wanted a meeting because the writer of their sketches, do you know about that? No. The writer of their sketches was coming because these fantastic sketches were coming in um, by a, an author, a writer called Gerald Wiley. And they couldn't find out. They got, went to their agents. Ronnie Corbett went to his agents. Who is this guy? They couldn't find out who it was at all. And then one day Ronnie Barker came in. He said, look, I want the whole cast assembled tonight. We're going out for dinner and the author is going to appear and it came about there they are they've had their dinner they've had drinks nothing not the chair is empty there's no author and suddenly Ronnie Barker stood up and said I'm Gerald Wiley I have really? written all the scripts yes oh my him. goodness that's incredible and they couldn't believe it what an incredible story. Yeah. Well, do you know something? He'll be so missed, Linda. He really, really oh, will. So but much. Uh, he, he is a legend. I mean, he'll, you know, we'll see Ronnie Corbett on our telly for years to come in various different clip shows of, of you know, some sort. Four but candles. Four yes, candles. Yes. Oh, he won't be forgotten. You're not dead until you're forgotten, Linda. That's it. That's and my mum always one. used to say that. Anyway, listen, thank you so much for taking us through the current issue of the Radio Times. If you want to get this issue, it is out now, or you can take a look online. It's fully accessible website is radiotimes.com.